In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. He was in the beginning with God. All things were made through him. Without him was not anything made that was made. In him was life, and the light was the light of men. The light shines in the darkness, and the darkness has not overcome it. There was a man sent from God whose name was John. He came for testimony to bear witness to the light, that all might believe through him. He was not the light, but came to bear witness to the light. The true light that enlightens every man was coming into the world. He was in the world, and the world was made through him, yet the world knew him not. He came to his own home, and his own people received him not. But to all who received him, who believed in his name, he gave power to become children of God, who were born not of blood, nor of the will of the flesh, nor the will of man, but of God. And the word became flesh, full of grace and truth. We have beheld his glory, glory as of the only begotten Son from the Father. Then Jesus went with them to a place called Gethsemane. He said to his disciples, Sit here while I go over there and pray. And taking with him Peter and the two sons of Zebedee, he began to be sorrowful and troubled. Then he said to them, My soul is very sorrowful, even to death. Remain here and watch with me. Our Lord takes his disciples with him because he wants them with him. He's commanded them to do many things. But this is perhaps the one time he specifically asks them for something by way of personal friendship. We are told that he began to be sorrowful and troubled and tells them, my soul is very sorrowful, even to death. We can't imagine what that was like. We can't perhaps imagine what that means for our Lord to be sorrowful and troubled, even to death, to undergo an agony such as that. It's beyond us. We can understand it to some extent in our own little lives. We cannot understand him taking upon himself all of human sorrow and all of human trouble and all of human sin. But he asked them to do something. He asked them to remain there with him and watch. Remain here and watch with me. I suppose they thought that they were perfectly capable of being his friend as he wanted them to be. Peter had insisted that he was. They all had. They would rather die than betray him or deny him. I suppose, too, that they had the same attitude as we might have 
I can do whatever you ask me to do. Or the prayer, remember, of Blessed Charles de Foucault. Father, I abandon myself into your hands. Do with me what you will. Whatever it may be, I thank you. I am ready for all. I accept all. But it wasn't true. They weren't ready. They weren't even going to watch a full hour with him, even though that's the one thing he asked them to do, to be there with him in his agony. So once again, he's left alone and isolated as he will be on the cross, except for his mother and the beloved disciple. And so he must then go into his agony in this isolation. He calls us to the same thing. That's why we're here tonight, right now. He comes here to remain here and watch with him, not for a full hour tonight, but at least for a little while, for a few moments, uh, to spend time with him and to observe him, to enter into his own suffering as he is about to experience it. As I said, we can't do that as he did it, but we can, we can unite ourselves to it. We can be there insofar as it's possible for us to be there. And then let him work on us, rather than trying to perfectly conform ourselves to him, which we can't. We can let him transform us into his image, which only, in a sense, he can do. We, we can't do it on our own. Um, it is said that the, the apostles always regretted that one hour that they didn't spend with him. Hour they spend sleeping when he needed them so very much. Well, you and I then will spend a little time now in his presence because he has asked us to do so. And it isn't as though he is alone, but without him, of course, we are. Your attitude must be that of Christ. Though he was in the form of God, he did not deem equality with God something to be grasped at. Rather, he emptied himself and took the form of a slave, being born in the likeness of men. He was known to be of human content. And it was thus that he humbled himself, obediently accepting even death, death on a cross. Because of this, God highly exalted him stowed upon his name, name above all names, so that at Jesus' name every knee must bend in the heavens on earth and under the earth, and every tongue proclaim to the glory of God the Father, Jesus Christ is Lord.